Welcome back to Cthulhu Light Show, your one-stop shop for nerd news you've already heard and opinions you don't need. On today's episode, we'll be discussing some very brief news, and then we're going to be playing a little game, a little activity, like the first day of school. We're going to uh, basically go down a list and discuss our favorite Pokemon and our least favorite Pokemon from each generation of the games. Uh, we'll be doing favorite and least favorite starters, favorite and least favorite non-starters, favorite and least favorite legendaries for each generation. I'm Brian. I'm Dakota, and I cannot wait for you guys to see just how shit my taste in Pokemon is. It is quite shit, but so is mine, probably. Uh, but first, we did want to get into some serious discussion. At the time of this recording going on, there's some pretty crazy stuff going on in the world revolving around the murder of one George Floyd, um, who... His neck was kneeled on for, what was it, Dakota, like, eight minutes or something like that? Eight, specifically eight minutes, 46 seconds, right around nine minutes. Right. Uh, he was unresponsive for more than two minutes, and the kneeling did not stop. He died. Um, and uh, if anybody's been paying attention to the news at all right now, you know that massive protests have swept not just the nation, but the entire world. Um, I was amazed to see that there were protests going on in Japan and London and Germany. Um, yeah, and, and even more surprising than that is like like the local protests. There's it's not just oh, the yeah. big cities. It's like people across the country are coming together, and it's it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, yeah I mean our, our little podunk town that we come through had a, even an organized protest, which really surprised me. So just to add some support to the, you know, overwhelming amount of support that's already going out there, we're just here to say that Black Lives Matter. Um, don't do that All Lives Matter shit. You know that's sneaky and stupid. Just say Black Lives Matter. Yeah, um, all, all, lives, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. True enough. Um, so miss me with that bullshit. Yeah, police brutality is a very serious problem, not just in America, but clearly also in the entire world. And a lot of change and legitimate reform needs to be done before people can genuinely feel safe walking the streets again. So, you know, the just throw your support out there, donate to a good cause if you can't physically attend a protest. Try and stay informed and spread the word. And don't forget that, you know, the struggle for reform doesn't end with the conviction of um, these killers, it all you know, it's it's an ongoing process, um, and CLS supports it. Yep, CLS, uh, probably the only nerd culture uh, based podcast that is pro Black Lives Matter. I'm sure that's wrong, uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it in there anyway. I'm sure that is wrong, but yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, heavy stuff aside. Hey, let's get into the fun. Let's go play about Pokemon DLC. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I just looked it up. The Isle of Armor DLC drops June 17th, and we've got under two weeks to the release of the Isle of Armor DLC. And we'll probably do an episode, like, I don't know, a week or two after it comes out, discussing the DLC. Um, Dakota and I were much more positive about the, the base game than a lot of people were, um, and I, I think that the DLC will just be even better, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm hoping that this kind of brings new life into uh, not just Pokemon, but the Switch, because I've, I've... Yeah. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for something to play that's not Animal Crossing. Yeah, fair. I, I have been playing uh, the Mystery Dungeon remake, which is super fun. Yeah, it looks great. I haven't I haven't invested in it yet, just because, you know, I've played the original so many times, but at some point I'll probably play it. I'm finally getting into um, it, and it, it's just as fun as you remember. It's, it's fucking awesome. I will say my favorite reveal from the DLC was Galarian Slowbro, who's a poison psychic type. I've always really liked the Slowpoke family, and I love that Slowbro has, like, a little Mega Man arm gun. Uh, I think he's really cute, and I like the poison type with him, so... Dakota had some hot takes about the Galarian Pokemon, though. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I could drop that. A little, uh, little... I don't know. Uh, I didn't like any of the <laughs> any of the new Galarian designs that came out. Uh, Bulbasaur looks fucking stupid. <laughs> Unfortunately, so does Blastoise with his like battleship of fucking guns on on his on his shell. Well, so you're inc you're including the new Gigantamax forms. I thought you were specifically talking about the regional variants. Well, 
yeah, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that like, everything, all the the, the, the okay. Gigantamax forms and the new Galarian forms are yeah, are poo poo. I don't like them. I think part of the problem is some of these Pokemon already have very like simple and iconic designs, and overcomplicating them usually doesn't go well. Like I do not like Mega Blastoise. It looks stupid. Regular Blastoise is much better, I think. So. Go figure, adding even more cannons isn't gonna make it better if it didn't already with the Mega Form. So. Yeah. And, uh, Kubfu and Urshifu, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm, not, so. I'm not super into, like, the Bara Furry fighter design that they got. God. I'll admit I'm not a huge fan of them either. Um, you know what I was thinking? I was watching the trailer, and you know what I was thinking about Kubfu? It looks like a Neopet. Oh my god, it does! I just pulled up Kubfu. It doesn't look like a Pokemon to me. So, it, I, I pulled up Bulbapedia articles for Kubfu and Urshifu. Yeah. I, I thought those were the names of the different styles. I, I, I forgot there was Single Strike style, Rapid Strike style, which just complicates right. more bullshit uh, with you know, Pokemon. So, Kubfu, decidedly not Bara, but still... Uh, a Neopet. Yeah, it's a fucking Neopet. Urshifu is fat bait. Okay, anyway, um, I, uh... That's every Pokemon I feel like now. I feel like they're trying to, like, kind of, like, sneakily insert, like, a fourth starter into the game in the form of Legendary, but, like, if I have the opportunity, I probably will not play with that thing on my team. Yeah, because, like, Gen 6 did it with, uh, with Lucario. Yeah, although technically uh, Lucario is Gen- not considered a, a Legendary. Gen 8, well, in, in that same kind, not not... Just introducing a, a new quote-unquote starter Pokemon, like yeah. how Gen Eight did it with uh, with Toxicroak, Toxel. Oh, Toxel and uh, what should call it? Toxtricity or whatever. Yeah, that who the fuck is Toxicroak? That's a Gen Four Frog Pokemon that you. Would oh, love. that's the evolution of fucking Krogunk. Krogunk, yeah. God damn it. Dak- yeah, I, I, I know. Frogs. I know. I know these. I know some of these Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, you sure do. Uh, um, something else I want to play about real quick while I have while I have the floor here, Reggie Alecki and Reggie Drago both look awful. I'm not I here. Like them. I'm not here for new for new Reggies. I feel like they were fine. Uh, the Galarian birds. I also hate, I don't like those at all. Oh, I like those. Um, I like those better than the new Reggies. Uh, Galarian Articuno is probably the is probably my favorite of like the new forms. Yeah. Uh, I like Galarian Zapdos better than the original, probably, honestly. Nah, because, like, Galarian Zapdos is a... it's It, it, it reminds you of, of, like, a spiky do duo if it had one head. It, it's a Chocobo, dude. Yeah, it's... it's and, that, and that's something we could probably get into, is that, like, uh, the Pokemon designs, as as things keep going on, you gotta keep designing new Pokemon, it gets harder and harder to design new, like, proper Pokemon, so... We get these ones that are like slight tweaks, or like they look like yeah. Digimon, they look like Deopets, they look like fucking Chocobo. Well, the design kind of keeps shifting, yeah. Yeah. That's something that's very controversial about Pokemon amongst its fans that we're gonna have to get into is that like Pokemon's design philosophies have changed at least twice, maybe three times over the series' history. And some people just prefer one philosophy over the others. There's a lot of people who will tell you that Gen 1 Pokemon and to a certain extent Gen 2 Pokemon are really boring. And then there are other people who will tell you that it's minimalistic and iconic, you know? So, like, that's a that's a whole can of worms, too. Yeah, and, and I, no, I, 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 I'd argue I, I get this where you're point. coming from. I'd argue at this point the Gen 1, Gen 2, even Gen 3 designs are pretty iconic. I think so, too. Yeah. Just, just because they've been around for so long, we've got so many, especially mm-hmm. in Gen 1, so many remakes... Mm-hmm. And just burned into, like, that was Pokemania, you know, that's just burned into people's heads. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I will just say one thing that I do think is cool about the birds is that they, they're they an elemental triangle, like starters. Oh, really? Yeah, well, because dark is strong against psychic, psychic is strong against fighting, and fighting is strong against dark. So they form their own triangle, which oh, is cool. Oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Because it, it used to be that Zapdos was strong against all of them. You know, because they were all flying types, and uh, yeah, Zapdos is unironically the, the the strongest of the birds. Mm-hmm. Just because of yeah. that, that, that the electric typing, fuck, that's hard to say. Anyway, um, 
I already paid so, yeah, for it. I'm, um, I'm gonna play the Isle of Armor stuff. Like, and then the, the birds we were talking about there, those won't come out until the Crown of the Crown Tundra DLC. Yeah. In the winter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're adding a bunch of new Pokemon in. They're adding a hundred uh, old Pokemon. Yeah. Which, like, like we said in episode in episode two, I think we talked about the DLC. Those those are available even if you don't buy the DLC, which is super nice. Yeah. I like that they, they didn't lock Pokemon behind a paywall. Quote yeah. unquote, you have, you have to trade with someone who has the DLC. Yeah. But, you know, give it a week and the Wonder Trade system will be flooded with, uh, with like Psyducks and Poliwags and Magnemites and shit. Mm hmm. Um, just real quick before we transition into the main topic, um, to, to the point, your point about the Reggie's not looking very good, I like their designs, but something that does bother me is that the three typings of the original Reggie's made sense. Because they're based on golems, and golems are th- are living things that are crafted out of like inanimate material, like rocks or metal or ice. But like dragon and electricity are not materials in the same way that rock and ice and steel are. You can't make a homunculus out of whatever dragon is. Right, and like one of the things that I really like about the Reggies is that rock and steel and to a slightly lesser extent ice are three types that you rarely see in legendaries like fire, electric, ice, grass, uh, water, like dragon. Um, those are all types that you see a ton of legendaries for. Um, whereas rock and steel and, and, and ice are a lot less common. So I always liked that about the Reggies and I don't like that they're making them like stray from that, like grounding, um, that kind of bothers me, but I do like the designs well enough. And yeah, yeah, you know, my opinion on it already. Yeah. I also don't see the connection between dragon and electric and I don't know why there's only two and not three. Yeah. There's, I, I, I feel like last minute uh, additions. Because there's, yeah, there's no rhyme or reason to Reggie Alecki and Reggie Drago. I would have understood if it was, like, Reggie Alecki and then, like, a ground one, or if it was Reggie Drago and then, like, a fairy one. Um, I'd be fine with... That would have made a little more yeah. sense to me. Reg, Reggie Faye it yeah. says, is fine with me. Like, that's... There, there's, there's at least some kind of competitive slant yeah. there. Anyway, we should get into our favorite, least favorite starters for Gen 1, and then the same for non-starters and then legendaries. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, come, we'll circle back to complaining about new legend, about new Pokemon. Let, let's complain about old Pokemon. True dat. Now, I should acknowledge, first of all, like, Dakota and I did grow up with, like, Gens 2 and 3 as our primary Gens, and I played a lot of Fire Red and Leaf Green as a kid, so like, I have a lot of nostalgia for Gens one through three. I have a big soft spot for a lot of those Pokemon, um, but that does not mean that I don't like Pokemon from any other generation. Um, and just because I'm bashing on Pokemon in a generation that you like doesn't mean that your opinion isn't valid. Yeah, um, we're, people we're have not... people have different tastes. I guess, yeah. Uh, and we're not, <laughs> I guess. we're not filthy Gen 1ers either, so, like, don't, 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 don't worry yeah. about that. I'm worried we'll come off as Gen 1ers, particularly because I think the Gen that we like the least is generally, like, the anti-Gen 1er Gen. Like, everybody loves that generation, and we really don't care for it, so. But I promise we have a lot of, like, respect and love for all of the games, um, so just bear with us if you don't agree with us. Yeah, Pokemon's one of the reasons we started this podcast. So like, th- it sure is. Th- there's obvious love for Pokemon here. Like, don't don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. Um. So Dakota, should I go first, or do you want to go first for favorite uh, starter? You know, you go ahead. Okay, my favorite starter. I never used to think this was controversial, but apparently it is. Um, is Bulbasaur? I used to think Bulbasaur was like one of the most popular starters, and apparently, like way more people prefer Charmander and Squirtle over Bulbasaur. I'll admit that, like, uh, Venusaur is not as cool-looking as Charizard or Blastoise, but I still do like its design. Um, I've always had an affinity for grass starters. I love Bulbasaur's design and his 
like Ash's Bulbasaur in the anime also had a big impact on my love for it. Um, it's also the easiest Pokemon for getting through Gen 1 games. So, like, as a kid, it's pretty easy to fall in love with Bulbasaur. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that takes, that takes care of the first, like, two or three gems right off the bat. Yeah, one thing that's weird about Bulbasaur is it used to have blue skin, and now it has green skin, and its evolutions have bluer skin. But I like both colors on it. I, I always liked that it had, like, these, like, deep red eyes. They look really good. Yeah. Um... On my end, bear with me. I was a, I was a literal child uh, playing Gen One. My favorite starter is uh, Charmander. Okay. Dragons are cool. Fire is cool. Mm-hmm. I was kind of a pyromaniac yeah. as a kid, so that that's but right up my alley. Yeah. And who isn't? You know, who doesn't like to burn shit? Yeah. Randomly? Yeah. I honestly thought you were gonna say Squirtle. I must be thinking of Justin. Yeah. Our our uh, our, our water father. Yes, true. Um, hey, we got the three elements covered. That's nice. Oh, perfect. Charizard gets a lot of shit because it's really, like... Like, the fandom is really oversaturated with Charizard love, and it has, like, two Megas and a Gigantamax form, and, like, it it just gets a little too much attention. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's a bad Pokemon. I think it gets that attention for a reason. I think the entire Charmander line is great. It's an obviously popular Pokemon. It, it, it's... It, it, it's, and we'll get into this, it's, it's more of a pseudo-mascot at this point. Yeah, it kind of um, is. But, but yeah, for not for any wrong reason is Charmander getting all this, and specifically Charizard getting, getting all this extra love and attention. It, it's, it's a genuinely a pleasing design. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the closest thing you get to a hard mode in, gen, in like, Gen 1. True, true, game. yeah. I like it. There's something... So something the, the child in me really appreciates, like the the Charizard line. Dragons are cool. You want you want to know a weird opinion I have about that line? Of is, course, uh, that's why we have a podcast. Charmeleon is actually my favorite of of that line. Really? Um, yeah. I, I okay. This is really weird, but like I just really like that shade of red, and I also like there's something kind of like special about the middle stage evolutions because i feel like they kind of get overshadowed usually by the first and last stage so like having one in the games always felt special to me as a kid and ash's charmeleon in the anime is only in like three episodes so it was like this rare special thing i don't know i've always really liked charmeleon i get what you get out there uh, me personally yeah. i'm not a huge fan of the middle evolutions like for like any some starter, of them are pretty janky like really any starter ironically except for except for gen 8 here okay uh, okay, so I'll say what my least favorite is, and I'm going to make a lot of people mad. Um, Squirtle's line is my least favorite. How could you? Um, nah, I'll preface that. Well, it's not a preface, but I'll, I'll qualify that by saying uh, Wartortle is one of my favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. Like, like I, I love Wartortle's design, but I just think Squirtle's kind of bland. Like, um, both... Bulbasaur and Charmander have something like slightly more interesting going on in their design where like Bulbasaur is this weird dinosaur frog thing with a plant growing out of its back and then Charmander is like a little lizard man with a burning tail but then Squirtle is just like a blue turtle you know yeah um, and like it doesn't get any better with War Turtle and Blastoise is, instead of like sorry to cut you off there but like just just like no, the, the design technique they had with, with the Bulbasaur and Charmander lines you see like the bulb on Bubble Sword gets bigger, and eventually it, you know, it it it, it, it blooms, yeah. Yeah, and the the fire on Char on Charmander gets bigger, and instead of doing that, which I guess would be like a, a, a bigger tail for Blastoise, they just give him fucking water cannons out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's a very Digimon esque design. I always just think that uh, Blastoise is a little bland. Um, I should I should also say by the way that I act, I love all three of these starter lines and I've used all of them many times in the games, but oh if I had to pick one the the Squirtle line is my least favorite. I think the like fluffy ears and tail and then the darker blue on War Turtle is a lot more interesting than what Squirtle and Blastoise have going on. Oh yeah no I definitely agree with that and my least favorite as well uh, if I had to pick would be would be the Squirtle line unfortunately there's okay. just there's just not enough there to grasp me, and even as a kid, like the the, the water cannons felt tacky. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, uh, I guess we should get into favorite non-starters. Um, I have a few that I really, really like in Gen 1. Um, I mean, I like a lot of Gen 1 Pokemon a lot. Um, like, I have a lot of nostalgic faves. Like, I really like Primeape, and I really like... Um, I like the Slowpoke family quite a bit. For some reason, I really like Muck, even though it's literally just Sludge. So it, it, um, it's, it's weird. But uh, I would have to say that my favorite non-starter in Gen 1 is Arcanine. I don't have a great reason beyond the fact that I just think it has a sick-ass design. I love Arcanine's design. And you might notice a pattern here that the stuff that impressed me in the anime as a kid is stuff that really stuck with me as an adult. Like, very briefly in the opening, Ash rides across the, a field on an Arcanine, and that really captured my imagination. Um, as a kid, I loved... Or, I mean, sorry, I got off track. One of my favorite things about Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was that you could ride an Arcanine. Uh, that was, like, childhood wish fulfillment for me. That's super cool. Um, yeah. I'd also give a, a quick shout-out to Poliwhirl, who I think was very close to being the series mascot, which might be a topic for another f episode if we could find enough to talk about. Uh, I think it's got a really underrated design, and I really like it. All right, my favorite, like, non-starter. Uh, just real quick, honorable mention of the Machop line. Love the design there. Yeah. Love how it goes from, you know, tiny kicky boy to, like, a four-armed uh, wrestling champion. Whatever it is, like the the power belt, that that's mm -hmm. that's that's dumb. How it evolves a belt, like yes. uh, how it grows into a belt that contains its power. That 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 feels dumb. I feel like it should almost be like an item, but mm -hmm. I see how that would be complicated real quick with the lore and everything. Another quick shout out to the Venonat line. I wish Venomoth was better. I love the design. Oh, I lo I love Venonat. I do. I, I wish Venonat's a great. It's it's a great early route Pokemon because it has. Stun Spore, Sleep Spore, Poison Spore. I think that's the... I, and I, know, I, I know it just gets Stun Spore and, like, Sleep Spore. Well, yeah, Stun stun Spore, Sleep Powder, and Poison Powder. That's it. That's the, poison Powder. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. I wish, oh, I wish Venomoth was better. Weezing. I forgot Weezing. I like Weezing. Weezing's cool. Uh, my favorite Pokemon is, is Poliwrath. No real reason, uh, aside from, like, the pseudo-mascot status it has. It's he's just a, he's just a, a thick, browned lad, and he's, he's he punches stuff. Well, you also love frogs and wrestling, and he's a fighting type frog Pokemon. So yeah, so I, I, that that there's there's obvious biases there. Yeah, I I okay. Polyrath gets a lot of shit for being like typical Gen One evolution, where it just gets bigger and angrier. And I think there's legitimate validity to that. I think they could have done something a lot more interesting with that design. Well, but I would argue that, that I would argue that Polyworld's design is charming enough that they clearly didn't want to change it further, and so they got Polyrath. I think Polyrath's fine. You know, I I, I completely understand why you like it. If you want to get real real cringe Tumblr about it? I love I love my 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 small bean punchy boy. Oh God. Anyway, uh, real quick before we move on, do you want to know a, f a fucked up fun fact about Machoke? Of course. You know those red stripes on his arms? Yeah. I've never seen any confirmation of this, but I am pretty confident that those are supposed to be his muscles literally tearing his biceps. Fuck, that makes sense. Holy shit, that's awful. Well... Because his Pokédex entry is about how, like, he's so powerful he risks, like, destroying himself if he doesn't wear the special belt. So I think maybe you're supposed to be literally seeing his muscles through rips in his skin. Probably. That makes, yeah. that makes most amount of sense. But that's just my interpretation. I could be wrong. Also, a quick shout-out to a Pokémon who's theoretically shitty, but I love, which is Golem. Um, God, Golem's great. Okay, I guess we should get into least favorite non-starters. Probably. Um. Uh, shout out again to the Ghastly line. Uh, I, we we do this all we do this all podcast. There's just there's so many yeah. iconic Gen One designs. I promise we're not Gen Oneers. This is the problem we're gonna run into with Gens One through Three is that we've spent the most time with them and we have like personal attachments to them because of nostalgia. So like, I'm gonna be hard pressed to find least favorites for some of these Gens. Um. Voltorb gets a lot of shit, as does Electrode. Um, 
this is something that a lot of fans say nowadays, but it is true. Like, Voltorb is meant to be a mimic because, you know, in Pokemon games, you don't get treasure chests, you get Pokeballs off the floor. So Voltorb is an RPG mimic. So I'll, I'll excuse its design for that. I think with Electra, they could have at least made it like a Great Ball or an Ultra Ball um, if they were going to just make a bigger, smilier Pokeball. Something, yeah. I think my least favorite, though, I would probably have to say is Seal and Dugong, who do get a lot of shit for being really un- unimaginative. And in fairness, they kind of are. Yeah, they're literally, um, they're, they're, they're literally like a Seal and a Narwhal. When people complain about Gen 1 having really basic, unimaginative designs, they always point to these two, and I I can't really deny that they're not particularly interesting. Uh, But I will also just say that having a few Pokemon that you don't perceive as being original does not mean that the entire generation is unoriginal. Like, there are maybe a few Pokemon like that in in Gen 1. Like, okay, Dugtrio's kinda dumb. Um, I will I will defend Magneton because I think the idea of a magnet evolving to being stuck together with more magnets is actually really funny. But, like, I do think, like, there are a lot of really creative and interesting Gen 1 Pokemon that way outnumber the shitty ones. I'm also not a huge fan of Goldeen and Seeking because they're just, like, generic fish. Um, I like Tangela better now because of Tangrowth, and I think it's cool that you can only catch it behind Pallet Town. That's like a neat little, that I think gives it some added significance, but yeah. How about you? Yeah, about that. Uh, my least favorite non-whatever, my least favorite random Pokemon is Tangela. Okay. Tang- no, Tang- Tangela's fucking useless by the time you can get it. Yeah. It, ha- it has special status in Gen 1 for being the only pure grass type in the game. But that's it. Yeah, and, like, and, even, and even then, like, it gets outclassed by everything by the time you get it. Well, it's always bothered me that it's made of, like, blue spaghetti and it has, like, little red rain boots, you know? Yeah, it's just kind of a weird design. It's almost over-designed. Uh, but yeah, Tangle is just fucking useless. Even, like, Horsey and Seedra and later Kingdra, like, they, they, they're, like... You can, you can get them early enough that they can still be, they can still be viable uh, if you really need a water type. Mm-hmm. But, like, by the time you can get Tangela, like, you're almost ready for the Elite Four. So, like, there's yeah. really no point in getting it. Besides, you, if you yeah. already have a Grass type or something that can do as much damage as Grass does, then... Yeah. You know. Well, and there are just better Grass types and other Pokemon who could fill its its role. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Should we get into the Legendaries? Yeah. Okay. My favorite legendary, this is also controversial, is Moltres. Um, I am a huge fan of Mewtwo and Mew, obviously, but, like, they're so mainstream, you know? I just, I, I always liked the way Moltres looked in Pokemon 2000. Um, I do really like Articuno, but I think Zapdos' design is very overrated. Um, so I'm just going to skip ahead in the queue and say that Zapdos is my least favorite Gen 1 legendary. Um, oh, man. I think, I think it looks fucking goofy. Um, it, all right, we'll get, we'll get into that later. I, I think it looks like Big Bird stuck his little little wing in a light socket. Um, Moltres gets a lot of <laughs> shit for looking like a rubber chicken, and I guess it kind of does. But uh, I still like it. Uh, all right, my, my, my favorite legendary Gen 1. Uh, I, I, I got to go with Mewtwo. There's a whole, there's okay, a whole movie fair. about it. Uh, I, yeah. I, I was like seven when that came out like six or yeah. seven that shit right up my alley well and fighting Mewtwo in the post game of gen one is a fucking experience as a kid man it's trippy it's, it's, it's a genuinely difficult like route to get to, to Mewtwo it feels sacred it feels forbidden um i love gen one's approach to legendaries where like they have literally no story significance it's just if you go the extra mile and explore stuff you don't have to explore you'll find really rare and powerful pokemon um again i'm probably the minority on that but that's one thing i love about all the gen one starter or gen one legendaries yeah i i don't need pokemon ironically is is one of those rpgs even though rpgs are heavily story based mm-hmm. uh I, I feel like pokemon does almost doesn't need a story yeah i i am in the same boat 
Because, um, like, Mewtwo has an interesting backstory that can be completely learned passively and be completely ignored if you want to. But then it also just stands on its own as a really cool, really rare, rare really powerful Pokemon. Um, they don't they don't make it the god of life and death and, like, shove its backstory down your throat. It's just there if you want it. Yeah. Um, and that backstory does contribute to it being so cool. Um, yeah, same for it's, Mew, it's man-made. Phantom it's, it's Pokemon. Fucking, it's cool as shit. Yeah. It's literally people in the Pokemon universe playing god. It's great. It's, they, they build a new Pokemon. Yep, and then they repeated it with Genesect in Gen 5. We'll get to that later. We will. Okay, want to go to Gen 2 now? Yeah, that's all Gen 1. Uh, so, okay. uh, there, there's that. You guys can t- tune back in now if you're really, really anti-Gen 1. Okay, so we're going to be picking up the pace with the subsequent generations. I really like Gen 2. I think Dakota really likes Gen 2. My favorite starter is Cyndaquil in Gen 2. Um, Quilava is great. Um, Typhlosion is also pretty cool. Um, I'm a big fan of the Totodile line, just not as much. Uh, yeah, I my favorite starter would be Totodile. I love, I, okay. I love, I love the just the alligator thing. Crocodile, well, scaly cro- crocodile. thing. Yeah. yeah, big big scaly over here. Way to way to reveal yeah. that to the world. Yeah, I got you, Doug. Gator. <laughs> and while Dakota's doing that, my least favorite is Chikorita. I'm sorry, guys. I do like its design. Um, it's just not nearly as useful as the others. It's not even as useful as like Bulbasaur because it doesn't have the dual typing. Bayleaf is probably my favorite in that line, but yeah, I'm just not a big fan. Yeah, same here. Monograss is lame. Sure, certainly can be. Um, so show me a good monograss f- type. A good monograss type. Um, is Carnivine pure grass? I always liked Carnivine. Carnivine's pure grass, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, because I, uh, I I play a bunch of Pokemon Go, and I, 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 did, I can only catch them, like, in Florida or, like, Mexico, and I, I had to go to Florida to get Carnivine and Corsola, actually. Yeah, it is pure grass. Yeah, I really like Carnivine. There's a few others out there. I really like the tre- the whole Trico line, you know, but we'll get to that. So... Favorite regular Pokemon? Yeah, so I, interestingly enough, my favorite regular Pokemon for Gen 2 is also my just my favorite Pokemon, period, and that's Heracross. I'm a huge sucker for bug types, partly because they're kind of like the underdog type, but I also just think a lot of them are really interesting. Uh, I love, like, Heracross is rare, and he's also really good. Like, he's he's a nice, beefy bug fighting type, which is a really fun combo. He's got Megahorn. Um, you have to work really hard to get him, but it's really rewarding, especially in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, yeah, I just love him. And he's he's another one of those where, like, it's an amazing Pokemon that Ash has in the anime, and he puts it in storage way too quickly. So, uh, yeah, I love Heracross. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, but in, in the interest of not just copying you for the entirety of Gen 2, I'm gonna go with my backup okay. favorite, which is Spinarak. Oh, yeah, Spinarak's great. Yeah, and, especially, and Eridos, fantastic mm-hmm. late-gen Pokemon, like, late-game Pokemon. Like, er, like Eridos, like, you keep Poison Sting on him, and like I guess whatever, whatever bug moves are, I'm not a huge bug type trainer. Ironically, even though like my favorite Pokemon so far have both been like bug types. Yeah, uh, Spinarak's uh, great. Just like just like uh, Venonat, it's a great like early game like if, if you really like play with has conditions, like Spinarak's a great one to go with. Um, how do you feel about Politoed? This is the gem of Politoed. Uh, ironically, I'm not a huge fan of Politoed's design. I actually like it way less than Polyrath. Yeah, uh, it goes back to being, uh, mono water, which is lame. Mm-hmm. It is lame. I'm not a fan. Uh, and, and just, like, the design is very, I don't know, it's... A little cartoony, it's, it's very cartoony even by Pokemon standards. And, yeah. and, of course, to get... Polytoed in the early gens, he had to trade Poliwhirl with a, with a King's Rock. Yeah. Which is interesting, because this is an interesting side story on, like, the King's Rock is supposed to be, like, it was supposed to be, like, part of beta Poliwrath's design, mm-hmm. but it got scrapped and reused as, like, an item. 
which we can get into that. That's a whole other discussion. I'm not a huge fan of like the weird ways to get to evolve Pokemon, but that's again, that's just I should be wasting time here. Yeah, I'm also not a fan of that. I think they should have kept it simple and just you know kept the standard stones involved, but whatever. Um, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to like I think Gen One has a or Gen Two has a lot of Pokemon with great designs that are kind of useless, um, like in game. Uh, and one example of that is I love Apom's design, and it's not really useful until Ambipom comes along. And Ambipom I think is one of the ugliest Pokemon ever invented. And even then, so, like Ambipom's not like the Apom line is, isn't like a great like. No. If you're looking at it from, like, a competitive kind of way, which it's yeah. not, like, I'm sure, just like everybody else, when they first started, like, with these early games, it was only use your starter and maybe a couple cool guys you catch along the way. Yeah. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Meryl, a.k.a. Pika Blue. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess something we should address really quickly is this is the gen that introduced baby Pokemon, um, I'm kind of indifferent to baby Pokemon, but I think a lot of the Gen 2 baby Pokemon have great designs. In particular, I love Elekid. I also think Magby's, you know, pretty decent. Um, Smoochum is a hell of a lot better than Jinx. Um, Togepi is pretty good. You know, I, I like the baby Pokemon for the most part, even if they're maybe not the most necessary. You have, you have opinions on baby Pokemon, though. Oh, yes, I do. I can't fucking stand baby Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It, it comes down to the heels of just like in, in the rest of Western culture in like the early 2000s, where like everything had those like baby Looney Tunes and shit. Everything was like, like oh, like that's true, baby Muppets and shit. It's all like baby kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting to see the evolutionary line, and that's about it. And also, Pichu pisses me off in Smash Bros. So fuck him too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other story. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I just I don't like any sort of baby Pokemon. Also, quick shout out to Lantern, whose design I love, and both the new Eeveelutions, Espeon and Umbreon, are both great. Um, On my end, shout out to Unknown, just for being like always a fun really? source of mystery and shit. Yeah, more for that's I, true. I, I never had an Unknown, unfortunately. Well, they're shit. They're so and they're bad. also they're, they're also so like hard to use. not used. They're not super useful. Yeah, unknown is fa- like really fascinating from a lore perspective, but that's about as far as it goes. It's, it's literally just a lore Pokemon. I had a Pokemon handbook as a kid where on unknown's entry in the bottom, they had unknown spelling out Entei in unknown letters. And like that was just a tie into the third movie, but my dumb kid brain assumed that if I caught the unknown that would spell out Entei and put them in my party, then something special would happen. So I wasted my time doing that for nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's your... Do you have a least favorite off the top of your head for this gen? Least favorite second gen? Uh, probably Pichu. Okay. It just feels like um, a wholly, wholly unnecessary Pokemon. It's, 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 it's a cash grab. Yeah. Pikachu, of course, iconic. Raichu... Great Pokemon if you if you really need mono a mono electric one. Uh, I kind of prefer Raichu over Pikachu. Least favorite's kind of tough for me for this generation because I don't have any that like stand out to me as being like horrible. But I will say in general, I'm not as crazy as about some of these Pokemon as some people are because in a lot of ways Gen Two just feels like Gen One DLC, uh, which it kind of was. But, like, a large amount of these Pokemon are just pre-evolutions or new evolutions to existing Pokemon. And I, th- I feel like a lot of Pokemon they introduced in this game have good designs, but are single-stage Pokemon that are very unusable, like Apom. Um, I think I'd probably give my least favorite to either Dunsparce or Quillfish. Um, just because they're both quite rare, I don't love either of their designs, and I don't think either of them are particularly usable. They, they just feel like they're taking up space. I'm, I'm just not a fan of that. They really are just placeholder um, Pokemon. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I could just go off. I already said Peach and least favorite. Fuck Cleffa. Cleffa's useless. Fucking yeah. Igglybuff is fucking stupid. Togepi gets a pass because it was in the anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Togepi's on thin fucking ice. Elekid gets a pass because I used to have an Elekid toy. Another quick shout out, by the way, is um, 
I forgot to mention how much I love Porygon. It's like a really niche Pokemon who's not very usable, but I always like the design. And I like in Porygon too that it turns into the like shitty early 2000s 3D modeling. I think that's really fun. Okay, I guess we gotta get into the legendaries now. Yeah, I suppose we're gonna um, get uh, talking about those guys. Okay, Lugia is hands down my favorite legendary, and like not just in this gen, but for all time. Um, I love Lugia. Um, I think it's got an amazing design, like an amazing design, and I love its association with the water. Uh, it's really cool in Pokemon 2000. I wish it was not a psychic flying type. It really should be a water flying type. Um, but whatever. I still love it. Yeah. Um, God, I, I always forget that, like, Larvitar is a Gen 2 Pokemon. Yeah, and technically not a legendary. Yeah. It's like it's, it's kind of a pseudo almost. Yeah. In the same yeah. vein that like the Dratini line is a pseudo legendary. Yeah. Uh, me personally though, I got I got to go with uh, with Lugia. Okay, that's fair. Least favorite um... on, on that note. Least favorite kind of ghost for Ho Ho, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between like Ho Ho and. Did I say Ho Ho? I don't know. Huh? Did I say Ho Ho? You said ho-ho, yeah. yeah like, 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 the, the, like the fucking food. snack cake? Yes, you did. Or like Santa, yeah. God, I'm a fat kid at heart. <laughs> uh, barring um, that, yeah, ho-ho, uh, I don't like. Yeah, I'm okay with ho-ho, but having two fire-flying legendaries two gens in a row is a little lame. Um, and I do kind of prefer Moltres. Um, I'll also say that while, like, I like Entei in the movie, I think it's by far the most, like, drab of the three legendary beasts. It's just kind of brown with some accents, whereas Suicune and Raikou, I think, both look dope. Um, oh, yeah. I'll also say, like, Celebi, I like its design well enough, and I like having a legendary grass type, but this is the beginning of the annoying trend of trying to replicate the Mew effect, despite the fact that you literally never make a Pokemon as mysterious and cool as Mew. Like, that's just not possible anymore. Um, but whatever. There should also definitely be a fairy grass type now, but that's a discussion for another time. Alright, Dakota, let's launch our asses into Gen 3, which, I don't know about you, but Gen 3 is my personal favorite generation. Um, I think it has, hands down, the best designs i i love gen 3's designs not just because i grew up with them but because i think it's a great middle ground between the minimalism of gens 1 and 2 and the more creative more intricate designs of the later generations like there aren't a lot of gen 3 designs that look busy or distracting but there aren't a lot that are boring either how do you feel about gen 3 uh i, I love gen 3 that it's gen 3 is really kind of like like that was kind of the first Pokemon game that I remember putting a bunch of time into. Yeah, same. Uh, Ruby. Yeah, I had Ruby. I had Ruby and Emerald. Same. And of course, it's, it's uh, Emerald's objectively the best, like, combined, uh, like, gen Pokemon game. Oh, man, a lot of people would shit on you for that, but I agree. Fuck you guys. Battle Tower's fun. Favorite gen 3 starter, I guess I'll, I'll start, unless you already said something. I kind of spaced out. I, no, I, I, got, I got real deep into the nostalgia when you said Gen 3. Uh, my favorite, uh, Mudkip. Okay, and, totally and, fair. And not just for, like, the the, oh, the ancient internet meme. I heard you like Mudkips. I do. Uh, which shows my fucking age. Um, no, the whole the whole design, Water Ground is a fantastic combo. It is. Swampert's a fucking beast. It sure is. Dude, this is, like, the hardest decision for me in the world, because I love all three of these. Um, I have to go with Trico, partly for sentimental value, partly because I love grass types, but also because I think Grovile is legitimately probably the best mid-stage evolution for any starter ever. I love Grovile. Um, it's a great design. Like, Gen, Gen 3 really has some strong designs. Yeah, the Trico line struggles a little bit with the other two because it doesn't have the dual typing, but I still think their designs are phenomenal, um, and Leaf Blade's a really cool attack, so I gotta go with them. But big honorable mention to both of the other two, um, especially Mudkip's line. Yeah, uh, least favorite starter, and this is this is gonna this is less for the design and usability because I I had a Torchic I love I love I use I use I used 
I've played so much Gen Three. I've used all the I've used all the starters, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like a flex, even though it's it's not. Um, but Combustion and Blaziken start in an unfortunate trend of uh, exclusively fire fighting starter types. <sighs> they sure do. Which holy shit, that goes on for like four or five generations. It's fucking oh my god. Um, Gen three, four, and five all have them, and then you cannot convince me that Incineroar and uh, Score Bunny were not initially conceived of as firefighting types. Oh no, of especially course. Incineroar. Of course, I'm surprised yeah. Incineroar wasn't firefighting. To be honest, yeah. The only reason it's not is because it's like a heel wrestler, but otherwise, like, there's no reason for it to be dark type. Yeah, and like. And Gather was weird because all the all, all, those are all monotype starters, yep. which which makes them really hard to use late game. Yeah. Anyway, head in the game. Yeah, yeah, Torchic's yeah. Your least favorite. Yeah, Torchic's least favorite. It's just the design is is lame. It starts the whole firefighting trend. Yeah, Torchic um, itself is cute, but Combuskin Combuskin looks sick. Literally, lo- yeah. Combuskin looks ill, and Blaziken is just like edgy flame um combustion it's a lot of shit because if you look at it its body is literally dick shaped i i, I don't want to I, I was gonna leave that one off but yeah there's also that <laughs> um i will say torchic is also my least favorite but i do love the torchic line um i just happen to like it slightly less um i think blaziken might be my favorite firefighting starter although i really like infernate design wise um I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I really, really like them. They just don't quite match up to the other two for me. What's your uh, What's your favorite non-starter? Favorite non-starter? Uh, man, this is going to reveal something about me. Um, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, I swear to God, I'm not a Pokephile. I, just, I, I love oh, Gardevoir's design. Damn it, I knew you were going to say Gardevoir. I'm not a Pokephile. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's a cool-looking line. Monopsychic is all right. It is pretty cool. I wish I it was dual work. type, but you know what can you do? Like a like like a, like, um, a, like a grass psychic, I guess would would work with that. I for my favorite um, non-starter. That's really hard. Um, I have like three strong contenders that are almost tied. I love Shroomish, and I think Breloom's pretty cool too. Um, I'm way into the slack off, figure off slacking line, despite their ability. I, I also like Electric quite a bit, although Mainectric I'm not as fond of. I think I would probably give favorite non-starter to slacking, or maybe Shroomish. I just love, I mean, I love the designs of the whole slacking family, but I also love that, like, if you have the patience to power through the bad ability, it's a, it's a monster. Oh, yeah. Um, I will also give some shout-outs to some unconventional ones. Like, I think Ninjask and Shedinja are really cool. Uh, I really like Gulpin and Swalot for some reason. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like poison types, so. Um, That's fine. Special shout-out on my end to uh, Makuhita and Hariyama. Okay. I love them. They've, they've, they've always got a spot on my team. Like, if, if I could if I I find them. I've always felt like there needed to be, like, one or two more fighting types in Gen 3. There's, like, no fighting types in Gen 3. It's them, and then Blaziken and Combuskin, and then Meditite and Medicham. Oh, and Breloom. Okay, I guess they're a fair bit. Oh, also I really like Cacturn. I like that Pokemon. Cacturn's alright. I, I remember I, I used I used, I used Cacturn for a hot minute in one of my, in one of my Emerald playthroughs. Yeah. Zangoose and Viper are cool. The Air Online are awesome. Um, they they always have a spot when I replay Gen three games. True. Oh, I also have to give a mad shout out to Duskull, which is another weird instance where like I'm not that big into Dusclops or Dusknoir, but I love Duskull. Duskull's super cool. And also, um, I, do you have uh, is Trap Hinch Gen three exclusive? Yeah, yeah, with with Flygon and everything. Then yeah, the Trap Hinch line is Flygon's one of my personal favorites. Yeah, Flygon's great. The Beldum line's great. Uh, yeah. The Corefish line is dope. Love, love me a Crawdont. Like I said, we, we can go on this for, for ages. I always wished Cast Form was better, because I like its all of its different forms a lot. I, um, I wish it was more useful. Yeah. But yes, we could go on forever. Um, how about least favorites for Utica? My least favorite Pokemon 
unfortunately, it's probably the Wismer line. I, lo I love the design. Loudred's cool, Explode's super cool, but, like, the, the Mono Normal just doesn't do anything for me. There's, there's there's no real use for these guys on your team. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're not quite as good as they look. Um, for me, there's a couple, like, single-stage evolutions that I'm not crazy about, like Love Disc and Nose Pass are kind of useless and I don't think look very good. Yeah, nobody, I've never, I've never um, known anyone who uses a fucking uh, Love Disc. No, it's it's widely considered one of the objectively worst Pokemon. Um, there's an uh, also like Spinda. It's cute enough, but it's just kind of forgettable. I'll also say a lot of the duos that they introduce, I'm not a huge fan of. Like Lunatone and Solrock or whatever, Illumise and uh, Volbeat are whatever. Plus, and Minin are cute, but they're basically just um, color palette swaps for you know the same Pokemon essentially. Yeah. Um, I get what they were going for, but it just doesn't really work for me. Coming up with least favorites for Gen 3 is really hard, though, because I love this generation. I've used almost every single Pokemon in this decks at least once, and uh, there are very few of them that I'm like, eh. I'll also say I really like Clampearl, but both Gorbis and Huntail I think are kind of ugly. Um, oh, yeah. Clampearl's a really fun design, though. Clampearl's alright. Huntail, Huntail's a weird design. I, I, I kind of dig it. I like Clampearl because I realized at some point that the pearl is actually a fish egg. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. Uh, Gen 3 favorite uh, legendary, and there's a bunch. This this is right around where, where Pokemon introduces just a shit ton of legendaries. Where it starts to get a little excessive. Where it really yeah. is. You got the Regiline, you got Latias and Latios, you got Kyogre, Groudon Rayquaza, Jirachi, if you want to get real, like, uh, which is difficult to, you had to, you had to, did you have to buy? It's technically a mythical. Yeah, because you, you had to, like, either get it from the Pokemon Company or, like, your local GameStop, or you had to get it from, like, I think... Coliseum. Yeah, it was Coliseum. Mm. And uh, Deoxys is just fucking, uh, it's just excessive. Yeah, and then there's Latias and Latios, did you mention them? I briefly I, I i might have pronounced their names I, I i flew through that list i, I might have pronounced yeah. their names i zoned out maybe you said it i don't know that's fine by the way i should say um we're not going to be distinguishing between legendaries and mythicals because back in my day we didn't do that and as far as i'm concerned they're basically the same damn thing so yeah they're, they're just hard, they're just harder, easier to, this they're way. harder to obtain legendaries there's no real distinction yes Harder in a way that's usually not very fun. Yeah, whereas, like, you gotta, like, spoof a fucking disc, or, like... I've seen people who will spoof, like, the, uh... People, people have, like, have, like, gotten a hold of, like, distribution carts for, like, the Gen 3, Gen 4, Gen 5, stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. where you, like, go to GameStop or Best Buy or Target or wherever, and, like, you bring your DS, you sync up with the, with the display model, it'll give you, like... It'll give you, like whatever Pokemon you, they're handed out there. Well, I will give Gen 3 and I think Gen 4 and maybe Gen 5, I don't remember, uh, credit because at least with, with those just distribution events, you actually had to like do a battle and maybe some questing. Whereas in newer games, they just give you the Pokemon in a mystery gift and that's that. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll get into that. Why don't you just get into what's your favorite legendary? Oh, a favorite legendary? Oh, Rayquaza, easy. Rayquaza has a great design. Objectively, the final boss of like the first three gens. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Um, sky, the sky. Uh, oh fuck! What, what's his place called? Sky Pillar. Sky Pillar is fucking great. It's pretty cool. Also, just that little shitty Game Boy Advanced cutscene where he comes down from the sky in, in Emerald to stop Groudon and Kyogre is blew my blew my tiny mind. Um, <laughs> for my favorite, this is a really hard generation because there's about five or six legendaries that I'm really indifferent to, and then the rest of them I'm like I almost like them equally. I'm a big fan of Deoxys, particularly in its just base form. I think it's really cool and creepy. And I love the idea of like a literal alien Pokemon. Um I I feel like I almost like Groudon, Kyogre, and Rayquaza equally. Um 
I, I grew up with Ruby, so I feel like I should say Groudon, but I'll probably say my favorite's either Kyogre or Deoxys. For least favorite? Or for, for, your, for your least favorite. Sorry. For least favorite, uh, probably Jirachi. I think I might agree with you on there. It's, uh, um, I think Jirachi's probably my favorite Mew clone, but I just don't like most of the Mew clones yeah, very Jirachi much. is lame. Like, like we said, you can only get it either through like distribution from, like I said, GameStop or Target, or mm-hmm. if you bought Pokemon Coliseum. Which yeah. I, have, I have no issue with that when the games came out, but now, like, if you want to play through yeah. it, you, you gotta spoof it. I'll actually take it back. Um, I I dislike Latias and Latios more than Jirachi. Really? Um, they've got they've got a similar they've got that duo thing going on where they're kind of copy pastes of each other, um, but also they just feel so unnecessary to the game. I kind of like Jirachi's design. It's got an interesting typing. Um, Latias and Latios, I don't know. They just felt so unnecessary, so tacked on. They're also uber powerful because they're, they're dragon psychic. Yeah, I mean, they are. But uh, I, I do want to give some special credit to the Reggies. I do really like the Reggies, although they're not necessarily... Like, I like them conceptually. I like their designs well enough. They're just kind of average, though. Um, what What's really cool about the Reggies is the insane bending-over-backwards puzzles you had to do to get them. Oh, my God, you had to learn how to speak fucking Braille. Yeah, and you had to have specific, very rare Pokemon in your party, like Relicanth. Yeah, I th- that was a really cool way to go about the legendaries. And again, they're not, like, integral to the plot of the game. They're just there, if you want them. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll give them credit for that. All right, let's swing into Gen 4. Uh, do you want to take the lead, or do you want me? Yeah, I'll take the lead on this one. Uh, okay. Gen 4, Gen favorite, uh, favorite starter, easily, Turtwig. Okay. Uh, this, I have vivid memories of my level 85 Torterra, and then, like... Hell yeah. My level, like, the, the next, like, four Pokemon I had were, like, half of that. It was, like, level 40-something. Mm-hmm. Right, right in that prime, I was, like, probably 11 when I came out. So, like, I, I, if I cared enough, I, I, I would have known, like, actual typing and shit, but... It was just mm-hmm. it was super cool to see my big my big tree turtle just just fuck up everything in this path. Yeah, I realize Torterra is not the best from like a battling perspective, but I would also say Tur- uh, Turtwig. I really like Turtwig's design, and I really love Torterra's design. I do think Grottle's kind of ugly as sin, um, but I think all of the Gen Four starters have a problem with their middle stage. Um, I will say the final stages of all three Gen 4 starters are great. I love all three of them. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think these are, I think this is a very solid trio of starters. Um, what's your least favorite, do you think? My least favorite? Uh, probably the Chimchar line. Okay. Mostly because, it, it, I think mostly it, because it's firefighting again. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Monkey Pokemon in general. Apom doesn't really do anything mm-hmm. for me. I think I would probably agree with you about Chimchar. It's the second firefighting. I do love Infernape, and I might prefer its design over Blaziken. I'm not sure. But Chimchar is all right. Monferno doesn't really do anything for me. I at least think Piplup's cuter than Chimchar. Um, oh, definitely. So, yeah, I I think I agree. Uh, my favorite, and this is where we kind of get lost in the weeds on, like, on, like, random Pokemon. Because, like, by this time... It gets really hard to tell like what's what's actually Gen Four and what's uh, 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 you know left over from the previous three gens. Yeah, I'll try and keep Dakota sailing straight. Uh, I'm just scroll through real quick. So far, probably Cranidos. Okay. Uh, I, I love. There's I love... also Krogunk in this gen. Oh yeah, that's right. I really, I really like the Cranidos like line. Friends. I wish Rampardos was better. Yeah. Uh, Mono Rock leaves it leaves a lot to be desired. Well, Naki's probably Crow Gunk. I, lo- I love me. Toxic Croak's fucking dope. Yeah, it is. My favorite Gen Four. I really like. Um, oh, this is the Gen that Lucario gets introduced. It sure is. Yep. Um, I really like Munchlax. Uh, I also really like um, Carnivine is, like, a very, like, niche, underrated Pokemon that I think people forget about a lot. Star Raptor is obviously great. I'm a big fan of Vespaquen. 
this generation's tougher for me. I'm not as like hardcore about this gen um, as some of the other generations. I'd probably give it to Carnivine for my favorite in this generation. How about your least favorite? Oh, my least favorite? Uh, probably Riolu. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Riolu and Lucario, this, this, is, this is the beginning of, like, introducing specific Pokemon to, re to really cash in on, like, what Pokemania was. Yeah. It's like, by this time, uh, this is kind of a lull period for Pokemon. And they, they really started yeah, to push uh, random Pokemon. Like, and again, Real is a baby, a baby Pokemon. So, on principle, I hate it. And Lucario is Furbate. Like, like, okay, object, yeah. like objectively. So, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan. I swear I'm not a Pokephile, guys. I, ignore ignore okay. that, I, that I like uh, Gardevoir. Okay, uh, my least favorite is Ambipom. I think it's legitimately one of the ugliest Pokemon of all time. Like, I just fucking hate it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a useless Pokemon. I'll also say it's always bothered me that, like, Skorupi is Poison Bug, and then it evolves into Drapion, which is Poison Dark. I'm sorry, that should be Dark Bug, not... Po like, it doesn't stop being a bug just because it evolves. That's weird. That always bothered me. Do you want to just get into the Legendaries? Yeah. And th this, this I'm is... sorry we don't have more to say about this, guys. Yeah, this... It's just, I don't know. I have fond memories of, of, of Gen 4. Uh, we're actually getting into... I didn't play any of Gen 5. Like, I, I ended up... Right right before uh, X and Y came out, I went out to GameStop and bought, like, Pokemon White 2, and then I lost it. So I, I never really got to experience Gen 5. So that'll be, that'll be interesting when we get to that. But, uh... Yeah, you're gonna be going mostly off aesthetics and stuff. Pretty much. Oh, man, I forgot. Never mind. Uh, my, my least favorite Pokemon is Rotom for Gen 4. Never mind. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Rotom. I like Rotom, but some of its forms are kind of doofy. The, the, the forms are dumb. Like, lawnmower form and, like, washing machine form. I don't like how ubiquitous it is in competitive, either. Um, just not a fan. Yeah. Electric Ghost is a shitty typing, too. Eh. Could be worse. So whatever I said, forget that. Future code will fix it. My, my least favorite, my least favorite Gen Four Pokemon is Rotom. All right, let's uh, get into the legendaries. Yeah, for legendaries. Sorry, legendaries. Uh, not that bad actually this time around. Uh, there's only yeah. six, five if you don't count Manaphy. Well, just so you know, at the bottom, like very bottom, Giratina got added in platinum, so it's at the bottom of. The... Oh shit! I forgot about Giratina. So seven. Oh, whatever. Giratina is lame. Probably Palkia would be my favorite. Okay. I have kind of mixed feelings about the Gen 4 Legendaries. I basically like the three box art Legendaries, but I do think they're a little over-designed. I like Dialga and Palkia quite a bit. For me, the the best is definitely Giratina, particularly. <sighs> is Origin Form the one that's Serpentine? I can't remember. Um, yeah. I think so. But I really, it's basically Pokemon Satan, and I really like its design, and Ghost Dragon's a sick type. So I really like Giratina, I really like the Distortion World. That's my answer. That's fine. Um, least favorite for me, a three-way tie between Uxie, Misprit, and Azelf. God, we are so in sync, Dakota. I was going to say the exact same thing. I just thing. do not care at all about any of these Pokemon. Yeah. I don't even, know, I don't even know what really the deal good... is, because, like... It's, it's obvious they're trying to go in, in the same vein as, like, legendary dogs, legendary birds. But these, like, yeah. legendary fucking uh, tiny alien things, whatever the fuck they are. But I think you just kind of hit on what my problem, though, is. Is, like, yes, the previous trios were unified by a theme, but they all had distinctly different designs and types. You know, like... Even the Reggies, like Reggie Rock, Reggie Steel, and Reggie Ice, look very different from each other, even if they are basically all Reggies. And you can say the same for all the, the previous trios. But Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf just have slightly different colored and slightly different shaped heads. And they're all psychic types. Yeah. I just think they're boring. Yeah, they're fucking lame. They, um, they, I, don't even, I don't even think they tie I, into the story. They're just there to collect. No, they, they do. They they force them into the story because What's-His-Face uses them to make the red chain that controls the legendaries, the big legendaries. Oh, fuck, that's right. Um, God, I haven't played Gen 4 so like not, forever. 
not only are they boring, but you're forced to deal with them. Um, so I just think this was the beginning of like, not only are there too many legendaries, although Gen 4 is not too bad in that front, but they're starting to introduce legendaries that are kind of boring and pointless. Yeah, only um, seven legendaries is, is, is a small amount for Pokemon. Relatively speaking, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a huge fan of Manaphy either, but it's a, it doesn't bother me nearly as much. Like, Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf bother me on principle. I'm sorry if you like the Lake Trio. I think they might be the worst legendary trio in the franchise. Oh, I'd have to agree there. Even the genies in Gen 5 have their, like, secondary forms that are way cooler than their base forms. And they're different types. So, like, I don't know. Uh, hi, this is, I guess, past Dakota by the time this comes out. Uh, man, I didn't realize just how many fucking Pokemon there were. So, uh, we're gonna end up making this a two-part episode. So, uh, shit, I don't know. Uh, uh, cue, cue the music. Uh, we'll see you next week. Brian, say something offensive. Uh, no. Nice. That, that's gross. I like that.